I'm Jeremy Davis from the Fatherhood Institute, and this is episode five of the Daddy Leave Diaries, a series of interviews with Mark Gatto, who's sharing the story of juggling work and caregiving in his baby's first year. It's August, and Mark is taking over the caregiving duties from his wife, Holly, before starting a long block of shared parental leave beginning next month. In this episode, Mark reflects on the challenges of zoning out from work mode, taking more of a lead on looking after his baby daughter and the limits that breastfeeding can place on this, and his nervousness on his first day at baby club. Hi Jeremy, can you hear me? Hello. Hi, Mark. Hello. How are you doing? Is she asleep? She is. She is. <laughs> Hopefully it lasts. <laughs> I had to go on a little walk, but it was a nice day, so that was okay. Yeah. Uh, good. Is, is, she, is she napping? Is she regular in her napping or not? Uh, regular-ish. Um, I can't rely on it, um, yeah. which I found out to my cost this week. Um, so, yeah, I have to be careful booking anything really. Um, mm. but it's uh, she's pretty good, but I, I certainly can't be certain that she'll survive like mm. sleeping for the uh, there's not like a, a defined block, it's mm. just mm. roughly in the afternoon, and it's anywhere mm. from I mean, it can be an hour and a half, it can be a little bit longer, but um, mm. it's just can't be certain. So, yeah, oh. it's uh, play it by ear and keep well, it if we, open. If we yeah. have to cut things short, then... That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so how's it been going? So, so you started your uh, big block of... Yes. SPL. Did, yes. Um, we started... So, officially, I started... But I don't actually officially start... SPL until um, September now because I changed my leave um, but I'm okay. technically off doing the lead childcare in August um, while Holly is is working right. so um, yeah the, that was primarily just because I had the leave to use and uh, rather than being paid statutory <laughs> You I, uh, paid. I might as well get paid yeah. properly for the time. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that, but yeah, it was. Um, I think I've been you know, since since Friday the twenty second of July. That's when I officially started mm-hmm. uh, taking over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how so, has it been so far? It's been a mixture of really good, but also really difficult to detach myself from my work brain um Mm. i think that's that's one of the things i wasn't i didn't know how that was going to be Mm. and in some ways i didn't want to totally detach myself because there are things that i wanted to keep in touch with Mm. um more more than just a keeping in touch day i actually Mm. there are some projects i'm working on that uh, it's nice to keep in touch with them, um, mm. but the problem with that is that I've found myself checking email um, more than I think I should be, um, 
and having things on my mind. And that's partly, I think, because I've still had a few things that have blurred the line between the start of my leave and sort of projects that have continued. I think they've been front-ended. So I am hoping that that might start to ease off a bit more as we go into August, because I think I've realised, I think, this week that I needed to have a bit of a, a, I suppose, downtime. Um, And so I made myself watch a film (laughs) when she had a nap yesterday, um, which was actually quite a good thing to do. and just to help my brain kind of make that switch mm. and try and appreciate more what I'm doing mm. and, you know, dip in, but not make that the, the dominant thought in my mind. Mm. So that's been, yeah, that's been an interesting challenge, um, mm. Mm. which I wasn't sure how it would be, but I think I've, I want to improve that. And the mm. other side, um, it's, Holly is still breastfeeding and we had hoped that we'd be moving more towards solids by now um, based purely and probably naively on what our son did. Uh, Hmm. um, And it's not the same um, Hmm. with our, with our daughter. So she's, she's different. Um, She's, she's not as, she's certainly not as hungry for, for solids. Um, mm. which has an impact because it means that um, because Holly's still breastfeeding, then all of the nutrition still comes from breastfeeding. We have some mm. stored, but not a huge amount. Um, mm. So that's so we're trying to use that quite carefully. Um, mm. Mm. And it, it's working all right, but the, the downside of it um, in terms of taking over is that you don't fully take over as a father if mm. your partner is breastfeeding. Yeah. Because yeah. you're all, I always feel like there's a limit to what I can do mm. to keep her happy. Mm. Uh, there's a, there's a point at which I have to ask for <laughs> breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, that's, and Holly's happy to do that and she wants to do that. Um, but I think it's made us think about the way the, the policy is in this country with mm. it being transferred leave. It's not additional leave that I have that therefore could enable us both to be around while this was happening. Mm. It's, um, it's meant that there's this kind of gray area where mm. as, as I thought sort of gets, hopefully moves towards solids when she's ready that that will be the point where I can be totally kind of yeah. the, the sole caregiver throughout the day. Um, but until that point, I can't really. Um, and that's been a, a re- we hadn't really known what was, how that was going to work. And I suppose we're still working it out. Um, mm. But yeah, it's been an interesting experience that because in contrast to when our, our birth mother is, taking care of a child they can do everything if they want to you know that there's no kind of barrier words and it's sort of highlighted to me where in this country breastfeeding rates are extraordinarily low extremely yeah Yeah. and it, it the way this way parental leave works does feed into that in a way really it 
makes it much harder to do breastfeeding and and the way it's supported in the workplace as well is another barrier so yeah it's mm. it's just highlighted it in a way that hadn't it's hard to think about until you experience it um so yeah that's mm. that was it's been very enlightening and at times a bit frustrating but uh we'll mm. just have to keep going with it um so yeah. i mean what do like how I'm interested in this, mm. partly because I'm, I'm in the middle of uh, writing my presentation for this conference on... Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, which is kind of presenting, a, you know, an idea for a model of mm. uh, parenting leave. Uh, and I did this, the breastfeeding uh, thing mm. does it does complicate matters yes you know yeah so definitely. i wonder i wonder if you've got a sort of ideal model forming in your mind of what it of how it would work better well yeah i mean in some ways what holly and i are doing is as close to ideal as you can get so that being that holly is working from home Mm. Um, and this is within the current policy framework. If the policy changed, then that would be a different thing. Um, mm. But if, if you have to use the current shared parental leave policy and you're restricted to the statutory model, which mm. means that you hand over most of the time, you can take it at the same time, but then that means you've got a shorter period of time overall. Um, mm. So if you want to have the longest overall period, then you do have a handover. Really, the only way to make that work is for you both to be in the home unless you can do a lot of expressing. And mm. Holly has done a good amount, but it's been hard. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. it's, there's a limit to how much you can do. And if you haven't got a huge freezer full of it, you know, mm. months and months worth, then really you're relying on um, having that availability. And so really the, the, the ideal model is to have that flexibility in terms of place um, mm. where you're working and also flexibility in terms of time. So how, how you get work done and what outputs are expected. So having that flexibility to take breaks during the day um, mm. to breastfeed is those two elements of flexibility really are the ones that would enable breastfeeding. And obviously the problem with that is that most occupations don't allow that. Um, mm -hmm. You have to, you know, if you're, even if you're working from home, you're logging in and you should be available uh, mm. between these hours. So mm. to me, it would, it would, it should be a rethink if, if, organizations were serious about supporting breastfeeding like very if they were really serious about it they would definitely have some kind of well proper facility to breastfeed in the house sorry in the in the organization in buildings mm. but they'd also um have that kind of understanding that for a period of time working patterns will be different um and i think that's yeah. 
differentiating the expectation. Um, and I think that's, I'm not sure how much that is understood in the UK because as, as I said, you know, the, the, the rates of breastfeeding, you know, as we've said in the previous podcast, as you've highlighted that after six months, it's very low. Um, mm -hmm. So the, the, whether this is even cropping up as a question in the workplace, it, it may not be. And mm. it's one of those chicken and the egg things, you know, if organisations were offering a really supportive package for new mums um, mm. and, and parents generally, then maybe more parents would decide to continue. Um, yeah. But if they don't perceive there's a demand, if they don't feel like, oh, there's a lot of parents this, this year and they haven't um, been able to... Um, provide that, that that support we need to change something you know that, that impetus needs to be there perhaps so it's mm. it's it's a complicated one but i would suggest mm. that it, the the owners should be more on the employers to improve things rather than expecting employees to put their heads up above the parapet and yeah um, raise a concern with the with their workforce with their workplace so yeah it's yeah, it's interesting. It, is that, it comes down to flexibility, I think. But, but yeah, I think if you have people going into the workplace, then you really need to see a completely different way of thinking about it and not an expectation that yeah. once mothers return to work, they are, quote, unquote, ideal workers and therefore yes, exactly. don't need to it's think a, about it. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like we, we need to, we're a long way off having a sort of grown-up conversation about mm. all this, it seems yeah. to me. Where, you know where it's okay for um, where everybody sort of is clear that you know m mothers and fathers at this exact stage yeah. in their baby's lives are not uh, totally exchangeable mm. uh, and but that doesn't mean they're not both important and and, mm. and for and for each of them we need to be able to kind of uh you know look at how to support them to do their respective bits i suppose mm. Mm. definitely um but yeah it's like we get, it's like at the moment we're um as you say it's like you know okay so it's like a very black and white system. It's like, mm. okay, you're you're a mother. You can disappear for an entire year. Yeah. Um, and um, and if you don't, then what you're doing is coming back as an ideal worker. Yeah. So forget your motherhood entirely. Mm. Uh, you need to be there with your nose on the desk and mm. you know whatever. Mm. Mm. No, absolutely. I think that's that's the issue, really. It's that, and then I'm not saying that all organisations are like this, but um, it does seem to be a bit of a common problem. And I think the lack of, well, the, 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 the data that shows that in the UK breastfeeding is so low seems mm. to bear that out, doesn't it? I think that's, that's what I would say. The, the issue seems to lie there. Um, mm. A more supportive workplace would be, a much better option um mm -hmm. and it would it, it could lead to culture change as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. So, uh, so what's your, so have you got into a kind of um, routine as uh, chief <laughs> baby entertainer? Have you um, got your sort of daily program sorted out or is that? It's yet to be established. Yeah, yes. yet to be established. <laughs> because started out um, doing, uh, Holly was on a course and that was um, sort of, it started in the early afternoon and went into the early evening. So that wasn't, and, and that was for a week and a half. Um, so therefore we had a very different pattern. And then this week we... I've had, I suppose there's been, um, I think Holly had an appointment on one of the days in the morning. And and then we've had a couple of other disruptive kind of things happening. Mm. So it's not been a case of like, do this and then get home and then I'm doing this block of time. And so it's, mm. uh, it'll be, I think... In the next couple of weeks, I'm anticipating that it might settle down. In my mind, because mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. we do uh, a nursery pickup, sorry, drop off for our son. So in my mind, it's going to be we do that, get home, and then that's me mm-hmm. taking over for as long as she needs before breastfeeding mm-hmm. <laughs> again. Yes, uh, <laughs> um, and. and I, ideally, what I want to do is like go out and have a walk and something. It actually get some fresh air, um, mm. and then typically we tend to eat sort of late morning. So we might come back together, and that's quite nice, so that our daughter gets to see mum and dad mid- midway through the day and, and interact with us both. Mm. And then you know that's now perhaps go for another little wander out and might try and get her off to sleep at that point, sort of early <laughs> afternoon. Um, yeah. and that's kind of the pattern that I have in mind and then when she wakes up she'll probably want to feed again and then we go off to pick up so that's because yeah. at the moment I'm waking up with her because she's waking up around 6 sometimes 6.30 so I'm waking mm-hmm. up early with her um, and giving Holly a bit of a, a rest because she's feeding in the night at the moment so mm-hmm. um so that's causing a bit of a a longer day. Um, so I do that kind of early block and then my son gets up and then we kind of mm. go through the rigmarole of negotiating every step of the morning with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Try to leave the house um, in some state of calm, you know, to... <laughs> Yeah. Dressed, yeah. dressed, and yeah, dressed, and the same, not totally yeah. dishevelled. Yeah, um, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, and then then try and reset, and when we get home again. So yeah, it's uh, it's still we're still working it out, is what I would say. <laughs> but yeah. it's yeah, it's a good challenge, um, uh, and it's it's really enlightening. I think it's one of those things where I've always in my mind known that um, being a parent at home is an incredibly difficult job. Mm. And I think it's really crystallized it for me, actually doing it. Um, yeah. Especially if you have two in the house. Um, that's yeah, that, the other thing that has disrupted recent times is that our son had his vaccinations. Um, 
Mm. And so that was a, an additional thing to have to concern yourself with, um, mm. looking after two, one of whom was vaccinations. We've mm. had some illness recently as well. So we've had mm. upset tummies and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's been a bit up and down. Um, mm. Fingers crossed for a couple of weeks of relative normality. That would be nice. Mm. But no, no. Mm. Definitely a work in progress, Jeremy. Definitely. Mm. No, it's it's incredible, and until you've done it, yeah. Even just even just with one, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's incredible how long it takes to achieve even the smallest. Oh yeah, task. Just yeah. the, you know, he's my son is he's slightly better than he was, but he's he's certainly still in that three nature period, and yeah. Uh, Honestly, if, if he gets an idea in his head, you know, you're going to be there for 10, 15 minutes trying every particular method of getting him on board. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you have to find some inventive way through. <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah if, when you're wanting to get out of the house, that's always a, a pressure point. Yeah. So. Mm. Still haven't cracked that one yet, I'm afraid. <laughs> and so, I mean, go, and going back to the breastfeeding yeah. thing, uh, I mean, it, is, is Holly able to kind of close herself off and get on with work? Or do, does she have to put herself in a kind of lead-lined room <laughs> so that yeah. there's no kind of smell of mummy anywhere? And do I think you know that's I mean? part it, of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's, I've definitely been encouraging her to try and um, sort of work in a different part of the house yes. so that she can actually do some work. Um, yeah. I think she, she wants to be in the room sometimes, and that's nice. Um, and one of the benefits of being able to work flexibly is you can choose to do that. Mm. But it is a, the, the, as you say, the downside is that if there's this, the awareness of of milk available yeah. in the room, then that <laughs> changes the dynamic a little bit. Um, so yeah. it's a bit of a, yeah, you have to be careful. Um, and and I, particularly at the moment, um, my daughter's teething quite badly still. Mm. Um, so it's uh, that's quite uh, difficult when it starts to escalate and we're trying to mm. keep her you know, comfortable um so that that obviously leads to wanting to breastfeed more so i think that's that's another uh, we didn't know how how challenging that was going to be it was it's worse than our son so it's uh mm. it's a ongoing challenge teething yeah um mm. certainly done lots of searches for the best ways to manage it but uh, i think it's mainly the obvious things and ride it out <laughs> as long yeah. as it, yeah. yeah and i guess i mean i was gonna say i was just thinking to myself i was thinking at least it's summer so the weather's nice yes. so you can go out for a walk definitely it, or or is it too hot in fact for well they're, it, they're, it's okay for her yeah it certainly was <laughs> the heat wave <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that was that was fun but no actually she was okay for that um we slept downstairs so that was okay but yeah. um uh, yeah, I, I mean, it made me think um, those people who live in flats high up in buildings that I really felt for them, you know, how hard that must have been because obviously the heat rising of those buildings, so, you know, mm. we have a 
three-story place, so the top mm. floor felt like an oven. So <laughs> it really made me think about them. So uh, mm. no, it, it's she was okay during that, um, and thankfully we're in the north of England, so that was we were slightly yeah. better off than in the south. There. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, the weather's been uh, yeah, being able to go out for a nice walk in the middle of the day that's that's lovely um you know not having to trudge through wind and rain yeah it's a, a bonus at the moment um obviously i'm heading into the winter so that'll be a i'll have to get uh, different clothes for that to get myself prepared yeah, yeah. <laughs> i definitely yeah. still want to go out yeah good stuff have you got have you got are you doing any i suppose i guess she's probably still a bit young is she for sort of uh i don't know activities like yeah baby groups and stuff like that are you doing any of that i did take a on my first um day of um taking over i took her to one um it's like a i suppose storytelling type group activity um it was one that holly had been taking her to um for a few weeks um and I, yeah, I felt really nervous going to it, which I hadn't anticipated. Um, and I think it was because cause I, re- I was reflecting on it. I didn't know why I felt so nervous because it wasn't that I was, you know, I've looked after her plenty and I feel like I know roughly what I'm doing. It was, I think it was this idea of not wanting to come across as some kind of, incompetent parents um (laughs) because i was because i was going to be doing it alone um and i was aware that you know i hadn't done that with her before and so i think that was part of it was that kind of sense of was it going to be a was i going to be exposed or something like this yeah broad you know so um Because, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously anyone feels a bit nervous going to a group where you don't know anyone. So that was normal. But it was that I think there was that underlying feeling that, you know, I was taking over on that day. And, uh, yeah, it it went fine. It was they were really, it was lovely. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was the only dad there, which kind of mm. half expected. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was really nice. So I know what you mean, though. It's that idea of sort of, it's like all eyes on you. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did um, wonder if that. I mean, it actually wasn't the case. I know no one was mm. looking at me, and yeah, I mean, thankfully there weren't any issues. You know, <laughs> it wasn't any kind of meltdown or anything. But uh, I did. Yeah, it, it it definitely played on my mind um, more than I'd expected. So that was an interesting experience. I haven't been to another one since, um, and that's mainly because it's the summer and we had planned to kind of visit family a bit. So, you know, that's what we're going to be doing. Um, so it clashed, that, that that particular class clashed with weekends. So, um, but I'm planning to go again in September for like a full run um, of a few weeks. So that'll be, be nice to that, I think, because then it's you're starting with everyone else. And uh, mm. yeah, so it'd be nice to get to know people a little bit and, um experience that side of being on parental leave because obviously that's quite a common social experience that people have yeah. mm. and have you got any do you know anybody else 
you got like friends with babies at the same time or not? Yeah, um, uh, not necessarily at this age, but mm. I do. Ha- I do know people who have young ones. Um, um, got actually family nearby. Um, Holly's cousin um, has got a a daughter who's a year and a half, mm-hmm. um, and he's off with her on a Friday, so might try mm-hmm. meet him and. Um, Mm. Got a, another friend from when I was growing up. He's got a son who's a bit older, but we're, we're planning to try and meet up. Um, so I do have, I do know people, and obviously um, through work, I have a I'm part of a network, a parents and carers network. So I, I mm. know of people through that as well. So yeah, there are people that I'm aware of. Um, it's a side of this um, that I hadn't fully planned out um and mm. um holly would tell you that i'm not a planner so <laughs> i tend to just uh go with the flow in any given week but I, I probably will try and plan a bit more for like the september onwards period to see if i can regularly meet people a bit more um because mm. mm. that would be nice actually i think mm. it would be a good opportunity to do it in that way i think one of the limits for that has has been that the breastfeeding um i'd almost need to bring holly with me yeah Um, Yeah. (laughs) hopefully by that kind of september october time it might be a bit more possible um to do that yeah Mm. okay good well we should we can follow up on that enough yeah definitely yeah okay good stuff Excellent. Well, she hasn't woken up yet. No, she hasn't. I'm aware that Holly is on her way home. Um, She had a meeting, uh, so she might arrive home soon. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) hopefully she won't wake her up when she comes in. (laughs) Right. Well, I'll let you go. You can go and... uh, Great. Well, thanks for that, Jeremy. Start watching another film, maybe. Yes. Yes. Might get five minutes in. Stare blankly into space (laughs) just because you can. Stare into the void, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Catch up with Mark's progress by subscribing to the Daddy Leave Diaries wherever you get your podcasts. And please use the share button to pass it on to your friends, family and colleagues. See you next time.